Hi, I'm Glenn. This is Expect Entertainment. You don't sound like you're really We're gonna into be talking it. about Suicide Squad, the new one. You sound super happy about it. I am. It was dope. It was actually it was a it was a switch up of the superhero movies finally. Definitely. I'm, I'm Tanner, by the way. Yes, he is. Here we go. <laughs> this is the podcast. This is the start of the podcast. This well, man wants a fancy intro. I there it is. How was that fancy? So damn fancy. It wasn't even close to fancy. Mm. Um, White tablecloth fancy. I'm going to start my timer now because... Okay, well, we're, you know, 38 seconds in, so... That's okay. Add some time. You just kind of started. You didn't say yep. three, two, one, go. You just you threw all the rules and shit out the window. It's just like willy-nilly. That's how the Suicide Squad works. They don't follow the rules, and therefore they gotta get bombs implanted in their heads so they follow the rules. So they have to follow the rules. Yeah, exactly. Because so otherwise they the wouldn't. Rules. But do they? Because at the end they don't. But listen to what you said. At the end, so it's like I don't know. They still the they still movie. don't really follow the rules too well. They end up well, slaughtering fair, like all the good guys as well. Part of the movie they got cut off communication wise, so that's why that they didn't too, have to really. follow the orders. They're not really good at anything honestly so anyway suicide squad second attempt at the famous team of death villains are they all villains though yes all of them yes every single one yeah they're like all in jail well that doesn't mean they're villains they're all the what did polka dot man do to be in jail he probably literally melted children he seemed to be the good one out of his family. I don't know. He was pretty fucking depressed. So, I don't know. So, if, you know I think that was just probably, because of his mom. He probably went insane and, like, melted something. Oh, no, sorry. That, just that, he didn't seem like a villain at all in the whole movie. So? Just, just pointing that out. Uh, out of everybody who actually looked like they were a villain, or uh, that we've seen with backstory of a being a villain, po- the polka dot man in this movie didn't seem... At the like the entire movie, everybody curses, and he says stuff like "fizzle sticks." Okay. I don't think he's a villain. You can still be a bad guy. I don't think he's a villain. Anyway, so just because you are a bad guy does not mean yeah. you are a bad Wreck guy. Wreck it, Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. Exactly. But he's still a bad guy. Whatever. So James Gunn now has the attempt of bringing us these fabulous characters, some of which have returned because they couldn't decide whether or not this was a reboot or remake, but I can just tell you right now, it really just felt like a sequel. Is it, though? But, like, a better sequel. Like, because they kept all the characters... It's it's like they didn't do anything to retcon anything. It's a soft reboot. They didn't retcon anything. That was my thing. If they had retconned a bunch of stuff, I would have felt like this was a complete reboot. They're not even caring about it. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that... It's not a reboot because they haven't redone anything. Yeah. They haven't rebooted. But it still feels like these characters have progressed since that first time. Like, uh... uh like two Rick, characters. Rick, three. <laughs> There's two characters. Let's not show Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, and, um, Waller. Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, Captain Boomerang back. comes back again, but he's only in it for a second. So... I have copious notes about this whole movie, so I don't know if you want me to... They're all in order, because I, I was doing this as I was watching the movie, because this is the second time I watched it. Um, I can either go in order with what I thought was hilarious, and you can go off of that, or we can just go random. Whatever, we can go in order. Well, first and foremost, I love the soundtrack. 
soundtrack was good. Uh, I didn't think it James was... James Gunn is always great with soundtracks. I so. didn't think it was as solid as the Guardians movies. I don't know why. The music didn't feel I mean, as I mean, vibey yeah. with the Suicide Squad. Some of the songs did. Like, but that's um, the whole point of Guardians of the Galaxy to a small degree. Well, I mean, yeah, the music was a big portion of that franchise, but I'm just saying that even with other James Gunn films, he does a really good job at setting moods and tones, and I would say... 95% of this album really fits. Some, some of the songs I would have... Because I think you used the same artist for two or three songs. I would have mixed it up a little more, but... Funny enough, we didn't, we didn't really mention it, but, like, it was it was the whole... The whole, um... Poop show of, of them firing James Gunn that got him, like, to do this. Yeah, uh, when... Uh, Disney, whole, Disney fired bad, him bad because tweets. of the whole old tweets that he did, the old joke tweets he did that were ancient. And then DC was like, huh? Oh, right, come on, he, come on then, we don't give a fuck. He gave them two really good movies. Um, <laughs> and then Disney was like, oh no, we can't allow this. And then they, they like, got Please back. come back. And he was like, I'm still going to do this as well. He's like, I'm already <laughs> doing this. I'm like halfway <laughs> through production. I can't just stop now. Um, yeah, I, I will say in... It's funny because that particular incident, I think, is what really helped this movie thrive. Because yeah, I think when they hired James Gunn, I mean, like you said, he got fired for a tweet that he said years ago, and it was a bunch. Warner. Yes, you're right. Warner, <laughs> Warner Brothers was like, you know what? You shouldn't be chastised for something that's in the past. Like, that you're not that person now. But we're gonna we're gonna let you have free reign. Yeah, that was that was the dopest thing. Was like he had free reign on it, so it it just didn't even feel attached to any other DC stuff at the moment. I mean, to me, I mean which other than Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, trash I mean, right now. <laughs> I, I felt like it was still connected with Harley. Harley still feels like yeah, the heart and soul yeah, of most the, of this yeah, movie. The, the Harley stuff, is but just all because she's already had two previous but, films yeah, and she's, she's the big star of the three, she's the only thing holding that thing um, together. <laughs> I'll say the the movie. What I liked about James Gunn is, though it was a reboot, he it was straight to the point. Like, yeah, it was it was cool to to see that like you kind of did need to watch the first one to a to, degree to, to kind of just understand like what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. like the whole because um, it, it you, ran you, through it very quickly. The whole putting the, the bomb in the yeah. back of their head. If you you get so many years off your sentence, if you fail or if you try to escape, you're Blow it was up. it was almost like a little montage. It was like been here, done that. It's like here's the bomb in your head, and you'll get some. Yeah, yeah. Off. But like, the, like you said, go. been here, done that. We've already seen it. Like, okay, and yeah. Just like in like how they do the the Spider-Man movies now. We didn't see Uncle Ben's death because we've already seen it. We've yeah. done it. even though it's a reboot. We don't need to see that again. We've everyone's already pretty much seen that. Um, so yeah, that was that was really cool, and yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. first little Easter egg, uh, we see Michael Rooker at the very beginning. He's a new character oh, called Savant. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know Very what he big. does. A lot of them had the same background backstory. They were chi- a mercenary child. Yeah. Hate the father hated them, beat them, or whatever, killed their father. I don't fucking know. Uh, and funnily enough, he kills a yellow bird, which is a canary. And or a little canary. If you didn't know this, uh, Black Canary is the one that put him in jail. Oh really? Mm. So that uh, that was a little that. Easter egg from the uh, writer's uh, perspective because uh, in the in the comics and story, Black Canary's one that sent Savant into jail. So he was that's why he killed that canary in the beginning because okay. Black Canary. Um, gotcha. 
just a little fun little tidbit. So as, as Savant a, was in like the Arrow shows on the CW verse, right? Don't remember. The name rings a bell now that you said Black Canary. I was like, oh, I don't know if he's been in those or not. Hmm. I feel like we would have remembered that, but I keep the uh, to I be fair. The CW verse is pretty hot trash. Doo doo. Those kind of separate. Uh, I don't let my foods touch, you know. And really, I can't even say food. One, one. I shouldn't. I should oh, say no, I don't let my food touch my trash. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um. So anyway, we we get to the point. They've all kind of come together. We don't really get many intros to a lot of people. We kinda do. Yeah, that was it was that was the weirdest thing to me was like coming coming up on this movie before it was out had like a lot of actor interviews and a lot of like tidbits of like oh this actor's in it this actor's in it and you're like, like Dude, this movie's people. gonna be fucking insane there's like you know? 30 big or fairly decent actors in it playing and, uh, different uh, and you're like villains. holy crap like this this hero's in it this villain's in it this villain blah 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 blah. you're like holy crap this is gonna be insane and it all gets together cranks out fast you know you're like five minutes into the movie and you're like dude this is gonna be free and, and then they all die and I thought that was the most hilarious thing ever because I was like, this this perfectly shows. It definitely sets the tone. Well, right like, out I of had that. a feeling like I knew from the get go that not all these characters are gonna make it through the whole movie. Yeah, it was, it was pretty clear. But I had a huge feeling that a lot would die right off, and just so happens we did. Uh, the only one out of all those deaths, I will say, just at the beginning, I didn't care for. I didn't like that they killed Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I don't like, like that Like, why either. would you even pay Jai Courtney to come back? He's the, one of the bigger names that was in a previous film. Yeah, just it was, he was, he was a bigger seconds. character in the old one, so it was like, oh, we know him a bit more than anyone else. So, like, if we lose anyone else, we don't care. But his was pretty big. The, other, the only downside was, like, I didn't know the powers of anyone. <laughs> like... <laughs> That was so funny when the, the, the Aquaman the ripoff that. guy who had the spear. What the hell was javelin? He, yeah, you know, he just he's, he's, he's just, just like, got a he's just got a he's javelin. Just he's fucking just, yeah. Achilles from basically basically that era. Okay, uh, so he's lame. So it's fine. He died. Nathan Fillion played a character called TDK. We the, got to see his power. Oh my god, that was, was the funniest ever. Like, cause he he's like the detachable kid. I'm like, what the fuck is the detachable kid? And he has like ten arms that just pop right off and he sends him forward and just starts slapping people that's all he just does bopping like not even punching him or anything no it's just like, like it's just like bopping him around just like hey just, hey what you doing what you doing what you, what you, it's like stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself but with somebody's random fly, uh, flailing it's like he arms. got powers and he just never learned how to use them and like, I can detach my arms. I, I love what Harley Quinn said because she's like TDK the detachable kid and then he doesn't she's just like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and he's like, I didn't pick the teams. Like, they just sent them to me. And that that was a really funny moment. Uh, what I liked about his death, <laughs> they started shooting his arms. Yeah. And he's in the background he's on just the going, background ah! just on the And he, nobody's shooting at him at all in the background. Yeah. He's just flailing on the ground screaming. And I'm, I can just imagine Nathan Gillian playing that role just... How much? Uh, this is, it was fun. Green screen arms. Uh, I, I could imagine being an actor in this movie and just having so much fun for five minutes. Still, like it would just be a fun production, I think. Uh, so we see uh, Weasel near the beginning, and he's one of the first casualties. He f- jumps out of the plane and apparently can't swim. He's a freaking weasel. Like, what'd you expect? That was, uh, it was. He was really funny. 
just uh, basically all the chatter on the helicopter, like going to the the island, was really good. Yeah, a little bit of the banter, <coughs> which which actually held up really well throughout the entire movie, despite all of them dying and going to a new team. The banter mm-hmm. held up between the the actual Suicide Squad team, which was really good. Uh, I'll pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, we saw Mom Gal for a minute. She had a really cool death. <laughs> she. What does she do? Is she just strong? I think she's just an alien, a strong, like strong She-Ra from another she, planet or she something. Heaved a helicopter around, so I was like, I guess she's strong. I just thought that was kind of cool. It didn't matter, I guess, really. Like she, I didn't, I didn't think she was gonna make it very long. Uh, and then poor Michael Rooker. Oh man, I felt Michael so. Rooker, I felt so bad. I he, guess. he was ready. He was like a super hardcore killer, and then all of a sudden, when everyone starts dying, he's like, "Shit, they literally just sent me to die here." And he didn't want to die, and I felt super bad. I always feel bad when characters act like that. He's but, a pussy. Uh, I still love Michael Rooker, though. He's great. Uh, and then the little canary ate part of his brain. Didn't know what his power was. I guess he's just accurate Well, like I said, I, he, his backstory was just a mer- like a mercenary who knows how to use any any item as a weapon. Just like Bloodsport and Deadshot and Bullseye and all these other basic characters and throughout it's just the, like the one downside of that opening was like I just feel like none of them put up a fight yeah but I mean I guess we kind of like you got the hint and that wasn't the point though was the whole like the whole point was to kill them off and set the tone which did really well I'm not bashing it by any means because it was mm. hilarious no but what you said with the tone the whole the movie from the very beginning knew exactly what it was yeah it was uh, very different was n- than any no other bullshit. like superhero slash villain film uh, no bullshit at all no, nothing pointless it was just straight to the point we didn't have to go through yeah. like like I said they didn't do a lot of backstory I wish they had a little more for some people yeah but, it kinda, but overall it, it was like did, just enough kind of did for some people here and there for like little but it was never really long or in depth um, and with Michael Rooker's death came one of my favorite things throughout the entire movie was James Gunn's transitions. Yes. Throughout the entire movie, he had some brilliant transitions. Um, I liked the the elevator one, the dirty little secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 beach. It went to now, and uh, the yeah. smoke at the end eight minutes earlier. I I just I like There's when they like do stuff. The, it's not yeah, just the... it's not just print. It's like he put it. Yeah, it's in the movie. The train it's, was on fire, and then like it blows out into smoke, and it changed like, like save Harley or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or the the meanwhile Harley scene yeah. when she's in the pit or something yeah. like that. Um, I just I really liked those. Those were very. It it kept it kept it like very fun. You and know, interesting. Because all all these DC movies nowadays are all serious. And Tony, even like like even Zack Snyder's was all like serious and real and stuff. And yeah, this, this one was, was just very like this is something completely different on to something completely different felt very lighthearted. um soon after we're we're show, we've seen uh, I, I didn't really put it in here blood blood sport i don't hate him but he really is a carbon copy of deadshot yeah for this particular franchise it's like why didn't you just get will smith What's he doing right now? Yeah, I was, I was, I, oh, I kind of no, started, I kind of started Williams wondering movie. that. I was like, man, they really like just like either they couldn't get him or they just didn't want to get him. They're like, let's change it up, and it's like, well, he's kind of like, like copy one of the my big copy things. your own homework, but just change <laughs> yeah, it a little yeah, for exactly. the next assignment. wasn't bad. I like, was cool, but it was literally just 
Will Smith to Coolest thing I liked about him was his helmet was inspired by Alien. The original creator came out yeah, and said that. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, how his armor was yeah. like uh, nanotech weapons that he could just put yeah. pieces just off had and like... Gear all over him. Um, that was really cool. About Which him. was really dope because like by the end he like used them all and he was like touching himself all over. He's like, where's all the freaking guns? And he's like, I'm out. That's the one bad thing about it. I didn't think nanotech worked like that, but whatever. The weapons are nanotech, but the bullets aren't. And that's, that was so interesting. You don't have those kind of bullets. Was it uh, nanotech or was it just gear that you just slotted into all the sh- The reason I said nanotech is because it literally went from being like this little and like yeah, it did, yeah, it did, like, ex- yeah, it did like, expand and stuff. Like, he expanded it out, but he attached things. Well, it's like it once it attached, expanded. it grew. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I assumed it was nanotech. It looked like nanotech. Yeah, I, I yeah. could be wrong. To a small degree. They didn't specify. Um, it was those sponge things that you throw in water and they poof up. Yeah, something it requires like water. <laughs> uh, so next we see several characters get introduced. John Cena's Peacemaker is introduced. Yes, we get the real Suicide Squad. And then the movie begins. <laughs> and then we get... Um, uh, King Shark. King Shark. Nawe, who, I'm just going to go on and say it, stole the show. Yep. Whole movie. Loved him. Uh, why rough. didn't they do that? You just wanted a fluffy little... For Killer Croc in the first one. Why did they have to put a man and just make him look like a crocodile? Like, I, they couldn't have just CG'd like they did for King Shark? Because K- Killer Croc's huge, like... And they made him look like a pussy. There's a bunch of different movie. Killer Crocs. Yeah, Killer Croc looked like a like just a hardened gangster in the old movie, really. <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah, so stupid. Which the whole the whole movie was like very gangster esque, though. To be fair, like gangs, like hard gangs, not like that was not like 1930s gangster, but. Um, so not only do we meet them, we meet um, Ratcatcher Two. Ratcatcher Two. Who. Also, kind of stole the show. There was a few characters that stole the she show. She did I really, really, I really, really good. Her. I did not expect um, how well that her character did. Story wise, like all around the actress and like story wise, they developed her very well over the. Because she ended up kind of becoming like one of the main characters. And I love how she took certain aspects to her character uh, to more methoding, method acting. Like the whole sleeping all the time. Yeah. Let's sleep. All yeah. the time, and I thought that was so clever. How she's she's just always sleeping. She she's always tired. She's not an, a day person at all. Um, and I loved her little rat, Sebastian the rat. Sebastian the rat. Is that rat waving that rat at me? Waving. He's like, oh, I assume he's just polite. Yes, <laughs> he's just polite. Um, and that that particular moment, he offered Bloodsport a pretty leaf. He's like, oh, he wants to give you a pretty leaf. He's like, why the hell do I want a pretty leaf for? And just simple little things like that. Um, before we head out of the prison, we just get a couple more DC cameos. Calendar Man makes an appearance. That was really cool. Yeah, they're they're walking out of the prison, and Calendar Man like makes a go at uh, somebody. I forget who he makes a go at, but I think it was Bloodsport. That was really cool. Um, and we see another one who isn't really known. She just kind of shown in the background as Kaleidoscope. I didn't notice that. It was the girl who she looks like she's stained glass. She's just kind of so red she in the blue same triangles. the same shot with Calendar Man. No, it's when they're walking through the looks like the the eating area where all the tables are, and that would be a cafeteria. Yeah, that's some why I didn't think of that word. <laughs> um, 
So and when they pan across, she, okay, she's, she's like standing she's, and she's the she's oh, in focus. Okay. She's got like whitish hair and you, you, her I'm skin prob- yeah. her skin looks like it's made of stained glass. I just didn't even like look at her direction. I guess another little <laughs> just a little cool DC. Which I don't even know who she is. So just another. I would have saw it and be like, oh, wonder that is. It's a obscure it's villain pretty. that not many people know. That's cool about. though. Um, one of the best jokes in the movie: the overhead projector. Like, yeah, it was, it was cool that, uh, yeah. It made me like, feel super old. Rat, rat Catcher was just the, the millennial, like, jokester. It was, it was great. Every character had their own, like, little niche of comedy that, like, it, and it just tapped in every single one constantly. Mm-hmm. We had, we had see. boomer jokes, millennial jokes, Gen Z jokes, Gen Y jokes. I don't know what other there's gens. There's, <laughs> there's so many names for all the three gens that are out right now. Um, what I loved, especially in those moments at the beginning, was with King Shark. He was like, me read books, smart. Yeah, he's got the book upside down. <laughs> it's, it's completely upside down. and <laughs> oh he's, just like, he's, just, he's trying so hard. And like when uh, he ra- everyone's raising their hand to ask a question, he... He raises yeah. his, and he's like, hey. and then he puts it down, he just leans on the back of the chair, he's like, hell yeah, I can answer, I can ask questions too. I just, I loved how, I, I don't know if Stallone actually mo-capped it. Yeah, I wonder if he did. I think, I think they got somebody else just, to mocap it, and Stallone did the voice. He just did the voice. From what I think, and I think that's Probably. what I saw. Um, I would have loved to have seen Stallone, actually, <laughs> in a mocap suit, and just... And <laughs> um, so the story catches up right after that. We find out that that first Suicide Squad that died was only Team Alpha, or actually Team Bravo. Uh, Alpha's and making a secret way onto the beach. There's only those five that we just mentioned. Um, so yeah, it was it was really cool. I liked I liked that that kind of once you finally got past them all dying, you kind of get uh, Amanda Waller on her more like dark side. Really? She was more of <laughs> the a whole, dark... The whole movie, like, she was the, like, I will get the job done, cross whatever line, which you see it throughout the whole movie. He, she gets, you know, the, the kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, every, every little thing she does is just, like, super fucking evil. It's like, who's the real bad guy here, you know? And I, I didn't think that she could step up from what she did in the first movie. Yeah. But man, she was like screaming at people the yeah. entire movie. Um, so they get on this, they get on the island, and they they're trying to make their way to uh, to the objective. When they say when they find out that Rick Flag has survived that attack at the beginning of the movie, and they Amanda Waller wants him to go save him. But what she didn't tell him is that. All the people that supposedly have him are resistance fighters. Yeah, so like that, yeah, that was like the other thing. Like she just like go get them, whatever it takes. And it's like kill I don't like care what you do, kill anyone you find, and it's like. And we get this really dope. She just moment. doesn't give a fuck. We get this really dope moment when they're all walking around with each other, trying to taking fancy kills between each other. Silently and, yet loudly killing people and not alerting the other people by catching the people on fire. Yes, and <laughs> that was the weird thing. Like, they're all shooting him, and then like, Bloodsport ex- comes up and expl- catches them on explosive fire. Explosive like, bullets on some of them, and fire burning on other ones. And I'm like, mm, no one. But I will say that was probably one of the one of the funniest moments in the movie is when Bloodsport and Peacemaker are just kind of bantering back and forth, like who's better and whatnot. And he's 
he uh they're doing their own little fancy kills. The, like, yeah, Bloodsport shoots the, the leg and the, the toaster whatever. fan falls into the bathtub and yeah. electrocutes him. John Cena shoots behind him. He's like, I'm not even looking. And wings the guy. And Bloodsport's like, nah, just a flesh wound. Not even fatal. Yeah, not He's even like, fatal. uh, exploding bullet. Or I can't remember the words of the, the specific words. High, like, high octane explosive rounds or something like that. And all of a sudden, the guy just blew just up. Explodes. And then they, he starts calling him a show off. And he's like, yeah, but you're only going to show off when the move is dope as fuck. <laughs> and then Bloodsport's like, oh, shit, you're right. Shit, that's, he's right. That's totally true. <laughs> It's like, I can't compete with that logic. Um, and then you, you finally get to the end of the camp. They find Rick Flagg, and he's just, he's just chilling, chilling there. drinking tea. And the, the, with the freaking I Am Legend chick. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She always plays the same kind of role. She was in uh, she Predators, in, too, and she did the, the same, same thing. role. Just the survivor uh, resistance lady. Oh, she was also in New Mutants. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. She was the doctor. Um, she wasn't going to be the doctor in that movie, by the way. But... She's like, how did you get past all my guards? And how, how, why did none of my men alert me to your presence? And come to find out that they're all fairly good guys. And they just wasted they them just all. and killed all the resistance. Bloodsport just looks at her and he's just like, oh. <laughs> there were no just, guys. We just, just walked on to that. I like the, the like, uh, killer, killer shark, like, butts in, too. He's like, hi! And, like, she doesn't even question it. Like, she doesn't question how ridiculously insane all of them seem to be. Um, she does question the rat though. She's like, "Is that rat waving at me?" Of all the things, that was you know, that, like that she was points that out that like, the rat's waving, and it's like, like there's is a it? giant shark right there that's talking. It's like, but you question the waving rat. Well, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> um, and then during that same conversation, one of my favorite moments is Peacemaker and Bloodsport. They just keep going back and forth with each other, and Peacemaker it, it pans over to them. And Peacemaker's like, what's this one do? And he points to blood sp- something on Bloodsport. Yeah. Bloodsport like Bloodsport just flails and flail him pushes away. him away. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff! And it's just like Don't touch my stuff! It's like kids, man. Like I'm just see- thinking of all these characters yeah. as like little kids, and they're just they're just they want to see cool stuff. They're like, what's this one do? What's this one do? Because they don't. Yeah, it was, it was cool that like none of it was serious. Like the whole time they were all joking, and they were all just like. We're we're not good at this. <laughs> like, even even Rick Flag was just like, we're here to die. It's like we we have no clue what we're doing, and yeah, here we here we are. It's just we were not prepared for any of this. Oh, I also kind of I missed a little bit. Uh, that was also in that scene we got to see Polka Dot Man's powers for the first time, and we saw that he just that like, was, unleashed he them and they and they he tore up that guard tower. Yeah, and he was like, wow. He really does just throw polka dots at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get we get the hint like he. Uh, it was very interesting that he gets the the bulging polka dots from under mm-hmm. his skin as like an infection, and he has to. We learn later that he has to it's like an, expel an interdimensional virus. Yeah, yeah, of and all the things. His mom to... is apparently a scientist at Star Labs who experimented on her children to make them superheroes. Yeah, and. I, we don't know how many of them lived and survived, but because of all that torment and torture, this is why I say I don't think he's a villain. I think he's just depressed because of the shit that he's his mom deranged. put him through. He's and, and, psychotically and he's got this depressed. virus, and he, I think they, I think they kept him because, like you said, unless he yeah. expels the virus or whatever, to do it or whatever. And they kept they kept that uh, power dampening calm yeah. on him. Um, but he was just a really really cool character. I really I really liked him. Uh, that was also the first moment when. 
they were, he talked about his mom when he was talking about his mom and all yeah. that stuff and he was like uh, he, sees, he sees his mom everywhere all I see is my mom you <laughs> get to see his perspective and it was so great seeing like the king shark mom and all these others just with his mom's face on it and I loved it and I, kudos to the actress who played his mom like oh yeah who knows I, I want to know how she felt about dressing up like, in random. some of these outfits <laughs> Um, You're gonna play the mom of Polka Dot Man. So not long You're gonna after be that, the most hated person, period. More or less. Or the funniest person. They're gonna laugh at you. Or the most cringy person in the whole movie. Uh, so Harley got captured, and we ha- we get to a little scene with her stuck in a, a hole, and she can't pronounce the Corto Maltesians. <laughs> or... What, what was that? Was that it? Was that the one? I can't even remember. It was, it was yeah. It was that's officially how you say it, it's Corto Maltesians, and she kept saying everything else everything. that wasn't that that we everything can't think else. of because we're too smart. And her her whole she had a whole scene where this guy. This is what I didn't understand. So this political leader in Corto Maltese mm-hmm. is like he wants to marry Harley Quinn because she's an anarchist against American ideals is yes. that the, that's the only reason he wants to marry her yeah yeah because Corto Maltese was all against American social standards and governmental standards they wanted to be a free state or whatever okay that one just seemed a little weird and just kind of roll with anarchy, you know, which um, is the whole Harley Quinn Joker vibe. But I loved the whole, the song with that particular scene. Uh, I can't yeah. remember the name of the song. Um, but that was when, when Harley just, it's like she's being pampered and having the, the time of her life and she's living the life that she always wanted. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> she fucking kills him at the end. She's like, sorry. And then, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> what does he say? Like, he's he's willing to kill kids or whatever <laughs> to, like, make it, to get his dream come true or whatever. And she's and like, she, that's a big red flag. And it's like, I told myself, any red flags. And I would just do the healthy thing and kill him. <laughs> right then, right there. And she did. And uh, just right after that, um, actually, no, that was... Wait, I'm, I'm getting mixed up because she gets captured again after that, doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, she she gives up. She shoots him and she, like, gives up because all the guards rush in. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'll, she's I'll... just like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, just they, after that. set the parrot cage on yeah, fire. Yeah, that's right. I was telling you, James I Gunn must hate, things. must hate birds. <laughs> this is this a lot of birds that supposedly, well, obviously they didn't really die, but... He was killing off a lot of fake birds in this movie. <laughs> and then what a way to kill him. Like, just douse the cage in gasoline and light the whole thing on fire. I will say that out of... That was probably one of my... In my top ten, like, cringy horror moments. Uh, hearing those birds. Yeah, all the birds screaming. screaming. As they, like, <laughs> catch fire and die. And it, it, that I don't just, really know why he did it, either. What was, what was the guy who just hated birds? Because Car- Harley Quinn really liked the birds. And oh, that's right. Sh- yeah, the guy showed right. them like, to did her. Did you show them the birds? Did you show them the yeah, birds? People would love right. you. They love that shit. That's right. <laughs> um, he wanted see. to rule with an iron fist. Okay, so soon after that, we get introduced to another new character. His name is Milton. <laughs> Melton. He has driven his vehicle up to this security post, and all of a sudden, King Shark runs over and is just like, nom nom, and eats another guard, and they kill everybody around him, and he opened up the doors like, are you Milton? Melton. He's like, 
And he's just he's just so hysterical into what's happening. He just saw a man shark eat somebody and all these people dying. And he, he couldn't even find his papers, the papers that he needed to get through the checkpoint. Yeah. And I, I loved I just loved his little introduction. He didn't get a lot of screen time, and we don't really know much about him. But he was he was just really a cool. resistance contact. Yeah. So he wasn't anyone special, I don't think, in the world. So. If I recall correctly, at this point, they know who their bad guy is, uh, the thinker, and they they know that he goes to that bar. Yeah. So yeah, they, when they get in the resistance, the resistance is like there's the Operation Starfish, and it's like the thinker guy is the head like scientist chap. Peter Capaldi, which and you're gonna meet him at a bar. I don't know why. I know it's not him because this is another DC villain, but just looking at him, I want to call him Brainiac. The thinker does not come across me when I look at that brain. When I look at him, I, just, I don't know why. I just want to call him Brainiac. Brainiac. Well, that's a super. All it's people. a Superman villain. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I mean, Brainiac's a giant, like Iron Man guy, though. Well, Brainiac's a, a, a an alien, an alien AI yeah. construct. Yeah, but. Doesn't he, have, he, but he can look like what giant rod sticking out. I know, out but of his I, don't, I don't know why. I just, I just want to call him Brainiac because it's like, oh, his brain is big. He doesn't really look like a thinker. He, he's got a big brain. Um, so we learn, we learn a little about him, and they're about to set up to this bar to try to catch him if they can meet him. And one of the moments that I thought was funny was they'd say that King Shark can't go because obviously he's not very discreet. Yeah, they can't blend in well, <laughs> and. He has a really funny moment. He was like, I can't... What What exactly did they say? The poor guy. They asked him a question, and he said, Si. He spoke Spanish, too, and Peach was like, Oh, he's speaking Spanish now. And then he was like, I'll just use fake mustache. And he's like, yeah, they're all getting costumes to blend in. I'm also butchering people. all the lines. This is just what I remember in my head. Yeah. I don't remember. He's like, I can use mustache. Um... But then they still didn't want him to go because they're like, no, you still look like a giant man shark with a with a mustache. Yeah, Blood, Bloodsport like looks at him. He's like, you're just holding your finger up. It's like it doesn't do anything. <laughs> and then he realizes that it's not gonna work, and he's just he like, gets all oh sad. fuck! Yeah, he, he actually cursed. Poor, I was actually poor guy. Um, yeah, that was something when they're driving up to the bar. King Shark has this moment when he's just looking out the window at all the people, and he sees this couple kissing. And it's just like, oh, he he's sad and lonely. He doesn't have anybody else, and he's he's seeing all these people because he's he has to be hidden. He can't he can't be out in public. He's a giant so. shark. Uh, it just it was that's one of the things I liked about his character. Like, even though he, they, they always make big scary characters the most sensitive, and I thought it was really yeah. Good. Why the fuck do they do that? He should have been angry the whole time. <laughs> hey, he has his moments. Should have been like Hulk. He's always angry. Um, in that same sequence, we get. Ratcatcher's backstory, and we finally yeah. get to see who Taika plays, which we knew he was playing Ratcatcher one, but we finally get to see him in action in the movie, and that Sit was... on top of a giant clock tower? No, not that part. Uh, it was when they were, they were talking about the other stuff, how she, he was teaching her how to use yeah, how the... Yeah, how to use the thing. Uh, and, divide all the, yeah. all the weapons and stuff, and then when they were cold at night, they would all swarm and yes, keep them warm. That was yes. so creepy! I can't <laughs> imagine being covered in rats. Um... All that I thought when I saw that, I was like, I was like, Plague Tale 2's coming out next year. Oh my god. Like, her <laughs> whole like, character. Yes. Even though she, they're from, um, where, where, where were they from? They were, I don't know. It was like some, Portuguese or something? Some country. Portugal? I think it 
think it was Portugal. Oh, was it Portugal? And because uh, at first she kind of sounded like she had like a little French accent, but it was it was obviously French Polynesian. That po- maybe that maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Um, let's see, where was I? Oh, what it, what? It, let me just say this: What is with movies now and giving? Why, why do we crave seeing these actors dancing in clubs? <laughs> why? Why has that become a thing now? We saw it with beats it. with Zemo in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Nothing, Everyone fucking blew up. Nothing on that. beats a good dance sequence. And then now we get this other one in Suicide Squad, but this one's even better because it's Polka Dot Man and everybody's his mom, and he's like grinding <laughs> up and getting his freak on, and it's all around his mom, and I'm just like, oh my god, why did we need to see that? Nothing. Be, I mean, all all harkens back all the way to the the dawn of dirty dancing. Okay. In the Breakfast Club. So, Brainiac, aka the Thinker, walks in, and uh, Bloodsport comes up to him. And they just kind of kidnap him. Kind of, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> that was they, that was they, a little they pretty lag, much but... do. And then as they do the the but maybe military he's shows so up. Smart that he knows better than to try and run away. Who the thinker? Yeah, maybe maybe that's what one of those specific plugs is for. Uh, so the military shows up, and as a way to distract them, while they make a, make an escape with this prisoner, they uh, John Cena, Rick Flag, and Bloodsport they all give themselves up. I like how it's John Cena. It's not it's not Peacemaker. It's faster it's to say John that Cena. than Peacemaker. <laughs> John Cena. Everyone's character. They're all three, it's still three syllables, whatever. <laughs> John Cena! Anyway, so they all give themselves up, and this is a really cool moment. Uh, they're all in the back of this van, each one has a guard pointed to them, and they start talking about, I can't remember the specific practice it was in Japanese culture that he was talking about. I kind of, I couldn't get the words, they, 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 they said them so softly I couldn't think of it, but it was the art of being able to kill a person with a single blow. Yeah. Just one hit, perfect enough to kill him. And the military guy's like, yeah, it's possible, but like the chances of that happening are like really rare. You have to really hit him hard. And he's like, yeah, that's what they say. And he's like, who? He's like, amateurs. And then they're like, on three? Or and they said, on one. Yeah. And they said, on, on one, one. And he said, one. one. And then they, each one of them got up and was able and to kill their guard in one hit. Um, so that, that was a cool little moment. I liked, I liked seeing that. Um, yeah, there was, I, continuing the love of just like sporadic like ideas they have no it seems like they just come up with an idea and immediately go with it they don't they don't plan anything first, first thing first thing because like to they, mind. they're like oh crap the military shows up at the club it's like oh, we just, I give up I'm American over here you who yeah, howdy do Bloodsport isn't even American he's got a British yeah. accent and he's like yep he's we're like, the ones you're looking yep, for we're, yeah that's totally <laughs> me <laughs> but to be fair the other two were like the only white guys in the building left yeah and I'm pretty sure <laughs> didn't Rick Flag have like a cowboy hat on yeah. At that time, it's like, how do you not immediately go white man in a cowboy hat? That was something I missed. That was another cute little moment. Peacemaker orders a round of drinks for everybody. The waitress brings them all, and he's like, "Hey, you forgot the rat." Yeah, I forgot the rat, and just everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I'll get one for the rat." I'm like, mm, um, not questionable at all. So the next scene is the is Harley Quinn's escape, which, upon seeing it and hearing. The production notes afterwards found out that she did the whole scene herself. But I need clarification. You, I don't know if you know this. Um, they said that she filmed the whole scene herself. What she does is 
the guy after she's interrogated and beaten up and one of them walks away, the other guy turns around and he's... I think she actually gets tasered? Well, no. And beaten? No. Uh, but the guy's sexting emojis <laughs> with some other person. And all of a sudden she looks up, she's like angry-eyed. And but what I want to know is, did she do the part where she grabbed him with her legs and then lifted him up? Because she lifts him up to kill him yeah, the last yeah, second. Yeah, she like chokes him out with her with her or like legs. Break, and breaks his neck. I th- I'm assuming, but yeah, she. I, I think. But in she the lifts movie, she him. Breaks his neck. Like I'm wondering if she actually yeah. lifted I, him. Yeah. Because I could. I mean, doing it, she didn't have to go that far, and she had the chain, so that could support a lot of weight to keep, to pull up on. But I don't know. Uh, you want to know how strong Margot Robbie is? Well, that's just, a, that's just impressive, for because that guy was fucking huge, yeah. and if she was able to pick him up and then, right after it, use her legs to pick the keys I, off I of him, doubt. which she actually did, Yeah. with the, the keys, and then reach up and twist the I'm lock I'm sure open. it was that scene, because I'm sure they Well, I mean, like, it's all the cut. same scene, but I'm just curious, in, in that particular stunt, if they actually I highly doubt they did it. that all in one I need to watch it again. Because uh, it's like it in 4K to see if that's you're gonna get choked out and you're gonna fall to the floor. Cause she's gonna break your neck, and you gotta make sure that you fall right here, and your keys jiggle up on your waist perfectly so she can grab them with her feet. You know, I'm not saying that they filmed that in cut. one smooth yeah, take, I'm but I'm saying for that stunt, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if she lifted just after the, she grabbed just him. The foot unlocked. If she lifted him, I'm, I'm wondering if it was both of them. Or just the... You just want to know how strong she is. I think that'd be... That's impressive to me. I don't know. I, I don't know why it's not impressive to you. That guy was fucking built. Be that's why I'm saying it, it. It doesn't seem like... I wouldn't be surprised either way. I would just like to know. I just want clarification. They didn't really specify. They just said the, they just said the key. They didn't really say that whole scene. When they say that, that means the key thing. Nothing else. But that could just be what people refer to the scene as. Whatever, anyway. Um, that was actually one of my favorite moments when she escaped uh, one of the most colorful moments everything she sees is that was really flowers, cool yeah like every all the she flowers uses the and spear and all the blood is just flowers oh my, and tastes that was the coolest thing when she <laughs> I didn't see the spear and I think that I, I don't know if it was when she first walked up and it was leaning up against oh, the yeah, wall yeah. before it did the gold ring it's like yeah. hey here's the main quest weapon I couldn't. I didn't see it against no. the wall, so I'm wondering if he filmed it and was like, "You know what? You need to. We need to put something around so people can actually identify what they're looking at." And then uh-huh. also, it's like in her mind, she's psychotic, so it's like quest yeah. item. There's that's her quest well, she item. She points it out though. She's like, "Oh, there's the spear." Well, yeah, I mean, she. But after, but I mean, it still shows the yeah. the cool uh, the ring and stuff. Anyway, I, I like the she's whole insane. sequence. Huh? She's insane. And uh, yeah, she is. And uh, that was a, I like that song, uh, the just the gigolo. Yeah, it was a it was a good little song for. Yeah, I, uh, I really liked Harley Quinn. wasn't like the focus that much either. But like, at the same everyone time, everyone had good. Everyone had a good blend of focus because like all the past like and she's even had her own fucking movie for crying out loud. Everyone's like insane about Harley Quinn. It's like, have her be the lead. Have her be the lead. Give her her own movie. Have her be lead. Have her the big focus. Put lots of story on her. But see, it's like she was a big that, character though. in this, but not as much. I thought this was her best at bat. Yeah, Mar- this was this was really Harley good. Quinn. Yeah, I think I, it was, it was I, I liked the not, first one. It wasn't too much. Birds of Prey was way too much. Yeah, I didn't need a whole movie of her. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's good in the right amount. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Speaking of which, uh, supposedly James Gunn's being tested. They said they were going to get him for more DC projects. Really? He's supposedly tied to Gotham City Sirens. My dear God, he's working on both fronts. Which is Harley Quinn, uh, Black Canary, Huntress, and yeah. all the female yeah, characters. The, the... Poison Ivy, maybe. Ooh, dude, finally get Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy together. Maybe. Okay. Gotta get a good Poison Ivy, though. Can't so, have a good Harley Quinn and a bad Poison Ivy. So the team knows that Harley's near, and they decide to go break her out. This is where it starts changing. This is so, where the story starts to get nice, thick, and juicy. Everybody's on the common in position, and once again we get another bird joke. Uh, bird. King Shark comes on the common, and he's just like, bird. <laughs> and I'm just like, Anari, stay off the comms. Get off the comms. <laughs> It's like, why'd you even give him a fucking walkie-talkie anyway? Um, so, they're about, they're literally in the middle of climbing up the wall, and Harley walks around the corner, and like, oh, hey, guys, what are you doing? It's like, oh, well, we're here to save you. We had a really good plan. It was going to be great. It was perfect. And she starts getting all choked up, and this is a, not the first time it's happened throughout the movie, but I kind of felt like there was something between Rick Flagg and Harley, but not necessarily romantic, but he I think he feels like a brotherly... Like an older brother mentality yeah, towards I was, her. Yeah, I was thinking like like there's something between them, and I think it was like it was when he thought like, she was captured, he got real worried, and he's like, "We need to go get her." I think it was kind of like the thing of like maybe it's the soft reboot, so it's like you could kind of handle like they've worked together before, whereas like none of them have that's worked what, together. That's what I was saying. Like they know each other better than the other people, so they know how to like react around each other and whatnot. I I just took it as that. Well, like I said, they, they knew each other. They're yeah. more familiar, like I said. And he feels more, like, protective of her. Because she is, you yeah. know, she's, she's a girl they, and yeah, she's small. Yeah, they longer. It's, it's just like a, a, a brother-sister kind yeah, of Yeah, Harley Quinn can't lift a guy up on her own and take care of herself, so she's got to have, you know... He didn't Rick see Flag, that. Rick Flag Nobody else saw that. that. Nobody knows no. she can do that. <laughs> um... So that, Clear she they, can't handle herself, you They know. did that multiple times through the movie, so I'm, I'm wondering... I, really made me mad at something that happens later in the movie. Um, that we totally won't spoil here in about five minutes. Well, we're going to get there, and it turns out this was a... My, my list was just about an hour, a little more than an hour's worth. So but, uh... That's, that's good. This was, the, this was the thing that I started to notice. I don't know if it was around here, but it, it kind of came later, but it started at this, at this moment, the rescue mission, where they, like, scout out the place, and uh, they're like, okay, we're going to break into the third floor... And, like, everyone's spread out at different places, and Peacemaker's, like, the scout on the roof, and he's like, I got one target in the building, and it's like, I'm ready to fire. And it's just, like, some security woman. It's just, like, some it's, secretary well, Remember woman. what he said at the beginning of the movie? He's like, I cherish peace so much, I don't care however many yeah, man, yeah. woman, and kids I have to do to, uh, yeah, I have yeah. to kill to get to it. And it's just like... And it's like, yeah, that was, not... the, that was the hint and whatnot about the joke. But then, like, you really start to see, like, he's a super-duper bad guy because he's about to just literally take out well, a plain see, secretary woman. For that particular moment, And, like, no I one just... knew. Like, everyone was like, oh, it's a guard that he's targeting or whatever. Well, see, in that moment, I laughed. I just thought that was funny because it's like, I see the one and only, I see the one and only uh, body... Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, like it's just a woman yeah, secretary. Yeah. It's like, like it's one, it's one hundred percent clear that like it's no threat. It's but just he's like, just like chill, chill. She's in the way. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't care. Um, that the, uh, right after that is we we get is we get uh, we get uh, the inter little interrogation scene uh, with the thinker 
Harley, Bloodsport, Rick Flag. If you do this, this, and this, you'll die. If you have customized license plates, you'll die. Yeah. But my favorite part was when Harley, at the very end, she has no idea what's going on, and she just screams, walking back and forth! The, uh, <laughs> the empanadas. Yeah, who ate all the empanadas? Who ate all the empanadas, which is really funny, because I don't know if you if you saw, but while they were filming that, it came out, like, afterwards that uh, John Cena ate, like, during filming of that scene, he ate, like, over, like, 40 empanadas or oh something. Oh, my God, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, fuck? it's it's really funny that, like, it starts off, it's like, who ate all the empanadas? And just, like, knowing the fact that they filmed that scene so many times to the point that he had, like, 30 or 40 empanadas. And that he was just like, I'm wonder, so done with empanadas. That also makes me wonder if that particular line is ad lib. And yeah, so yeah, that like was if, the if thing. If somebody like, was really wondering, like, who, if, if, if the guy, uh, yeah. Joel Kinnaman, was really like, who ate all the empanadas? Knowing he ate like 30 plus of them, you know? And like, James just kept rolling, like, this is gold. This like, is bring, bring another empanada out. It's like, he's gotta be eating an empanada. Um, also. A little behind-the-scene movie magic. Funny, thing. I thought it was funny <laughs> that they called this building Jotunheim. Yeah, that was interesting. Because every time I hear Jotunheim, I think of Marvel and Thor and the Frost Giants. And yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting to hear words like that in a DC in a DC franchise. Uh, one of the coolest moments, another really uh, the whole movie's got cool moments. I don't know, just, just this one cool moment out of the entire um, crappy movie. This was the rain sequence. Yeah. When they all pull up and yeah, it just the, starts the, pouring the down the rain. Um, but we get a little more context. We see everything that goes on. Uh, King Shark has a really cool moment. He rips somebody in half. Which, that was in the trailer. Yeah, it was. Uh, so anyway, we have Harley Quinn open the door when it starts raining. That was in the trailer. It was a cool sequence. We I have really them all it. walk out of the fog into the rain. Well, oh, that the song was in the wasn't trailer. In the, trailer. the song wasn't in the trailer. That's right. That made all the difference. It was. That song made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that uh, the definitely the the killer shark ripping the guy like completely in half and having like the thunder the thunder strike flash was just super iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take that jaws, you know. Really. <laughs> um. So they get inside the building and they start to plant explosives, and <laughs> once again, King Shark is a, a, a scene stealer, and he he makes a little. Peacemaker <laughs> out of Clay, uh, Detonation Claymore, and <laughs> he just shows, shows it. Peacemaker, he's like, stop he's messing like, around. God damn it, no, no way. He's like, you know what? That's actually really sweet. It's really thoughtful. It's really nice. But, but, but we gotta go. <laughs> I just love this shit like that. Just little little moments. And he it finds just, he just... finds the aquarium in the oh, 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 ahead. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite moments in, like, one of my number one moments in that That was really funny, too. Um, so we finally get introduced to Starro the Conqueror. And we see, and we're down inside the the lab. Yeah, you kind of get the first, like, visual of him here. And we, we clearly see that it's a hive mind. I mean, he's already said before that the little stars that he spews out of him are extensions of himself. Uh, but we actually now get to finally see it. There's cages and cages just full of people with stars on their faces. And what I thought was really cool about that scene is that he got like several different people to to, to do the line. Yeah. To where it's like stars can saying it through yeah. depending on who what person they walk by. And 
I love the line. He's like, he's been torturing us for 30 years from an old lady. And then Peter Capaldi, the thinker, he just looks at him. He's like, eh, that's what I did. I can't yeah, help I it. Yeah, totally I mean, did it. I, it's okay. I don't, I don't deny it. Um, and he had a really, really cool line. Um, I can't remember if they were going to try to lift one of the stars off, but they asked something like, can't you take these off? And then he said something about, like, these are there's only corpses beneath those stars. Yeah. Uh, once they've attached, dead. Nothing. There's nothing left of them. And that, mo- I, ooh, creeps me out thinking about it. I, certain scenes, like, I can handle gore, but certain moments kind of cringe me when the, there was a moment when it had, like, a machine was lifting a star off of one of the faces. Yeah. And, like, the tentacles were still, like, attached, but there was, like, nothing under it, but yeah. the body was still, like, flailing. That It just creeps me out, because that's what, that seems worse than a face... That's worse than a face hugger. <laughs> face huggers were originally creepy already, but they didn't do anything to yeah, your face. They just, they just shoved a tube down your throat and impregnated you. But <laughs> this one, it, it literally, it's like... It takes up the space on your face with Sucks itself and it's just it, it leaves an imprint it's just so it like eats away at your face it's so it was really cool to see like creepy. all the testing he was doing you get to see how bad everyone is in the movie the thinker has like decapitated people and like the guy was Sucks. cut in half yeah. and he had the starfish on him still and moving well, around he said that these were all they were all like political people like yeah, higher yeah. ups who wanted to make change reporters journalists yeah. and it's just like Damn, they've been keeping this shit around for a while. And I was really worried, because, like, the whole, you know, that was kind of like the first Justice League bad guy was was the starfish. And it was like, oh, gosh, it's going to be so cringy to have this in, like, a movie. Because it's just, it's a giant starfish. But they like, did it so how, well. how do you, like, how do you make a giant starfish, like, <coughs> scary? So or threatening in any way, and they I think they did a really good job of just kind of making like zombie starfish basically. So in the middle of this conversation, all the C four starts going off early. They don't know why, and all of a sudden, the glass that's keeping Starro in his containment shatters, blows up, it's gone, and everybody's kind of knocked to the second wind, and all of a sudden you see tentacles come up and grab. The thinker Peter Capaldi and it just slowly pulls him into the into the pit and then we finally get a really good look at Starro yes. and he's just like I'm sorry I didn't mean it I wasn't I didn't do it I'm, I'm your friend wait, wait, yeah instantly the please we can be friends and then he just rips his legs off or arms off and then throws him into the window until he splatters now that throws, see, throws him with some freaking force. Now it's funny that like, moment that that didn't cringe me or creep me out, but seeing the little starfish on the face, yeah, I guess because that looked more real than than a body hitting. It looked the like a bag of slushy into, nicks Yeah, a bag hit, of just the blood gloop. Well, oh my god, what was it? Did you ever see Pineapple Express? Bits and pieces. Did you, Did you ever see the scene? I might have seen it when I'll Seth Rogen's in the back of the the cop car, and James Franco. <laughs> lures the cop away and he gets in the cop car and he steals it and he <laughs> before he even steals it I'm sorry I, mean, I, I totally fucked this whole up yeah you have so Good Seth Rogen's in the back of a cop car and James Franco has slushies and he runs out in front of the cop car and she hits him and when he, he flings the slushies, no. they land on the windshield, and it just looks like blood and guts all over the windshield. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, you killed him! So I, that's it looked like that. It literally looked like 
slushy oh, just see. thrown at the window, but it was another funny little death. Peter Capaldi did okay in the in the movie. He didn't have much. Yeah, he didn't have as much as I thought he would. For either. being the yeah, for, second villain, for kind of yeah, being the um another. Oh, this was a really cool cinematic cinematography shot. I don't know if James Gunn came up with this or the cinematographer did, but right after that explosion goes off, you find out the Peacemaker's a dick and he's a bad guy. And that he's going to do whatever he takes to make sure this is all taken care of. And his helmet's on the ground. And he starts fighting with Rick Flagg. And in the scene, they only pan around the helmet because the fight is in the reflection yeah. of the helmet. And I thought that was just such a cool and unique way to, to do a fight scene. Yeah, is, that was, that is was to really just pan, cool. And especially because I wish I knew how they edit out the camera. I really want to know. Wrapped like, it in green film. Like that, it, it was just too. It was just really good. Like yeah, I, it was, it was really I, cool. I, I've always loved mirror scenes and how they do stuff like that. Um, also, Milton dies. Not yet. I thought he dies before all that. No, because then it says eight minutes earlier. Oh, that's right. It goes yeah eight minutes. Which, earlier. funnily enough, yeah, when it jumps right. back eight minutes earlier, it takes exactly eight minutes to get us back to where we were. Oh, does it really? So it's li- they literally do... That's cool. They literally kept it in tandem with that. Uh, no, so uh, Rick Flagg wants to take the data that proves that the U.S. government was behind Starro's capture and experimentation Yeah, they find time. out that he just... Starro was floating in space. And, and the U.S. Peacemaker is NASA on another task it. to not let that information get out. So that's why him and Rick fight. And sadly... I really thought Rick was going to kill Peacemaker, and then Peacemaker grabs a piece of fucking glass or mirror or whatever and just stabs him in the chest and, and then punch it in the heart. His, punches <laughs> it into his heart. And, uh, Rick we Flag, get the Mortal Kombat fatality scene and everything. Really, it was like, a, it was like an x-ray <laughs> You get to see the something. heart and you get to see the, the glass pierce right through it. Um, but he had a really good line there for his death, and he was just like, Peacemaker, what a joke. And funnily enough, you probably didn't know this, the comedian from Watchmen mm-hmm. was based off of Peacemaker. Okay. Just, so it's like, what a joke. Yeah, so no, I like get little, it. There's a little Easter egg there. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the same vibe I got when I saw that. You thought of the comedian from... Mm, totally thought of Watchmen, because it was the only non-funny moment of the entire movie. Fair enough, fair enough. That was, that was a good serious moment. It was the biggest serious moment. I did not expect them to kill Rick Flagg, because I figured I was like, he's the he's the leading man here. Like, he's the... So, just... He's team captain. Uh, the last thing we see uh, before it jumps back, um, we see King Shark has found... I guess I, I skipped that and mixed those up. This happened before the fight with Rick Flagg. But King Shark found uh, this aquarium. Giant, giant one-floor aquarium that they just have. Well, I didn't. I was wondering why, and then we find out why. There, there's alien jellyfish-looking things. But that was just such a... Like a I felt so... Such a heartwarming scene. So when he when he first walked in there, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna find like a female like." Shark. I thought I, I was thinking oh. something. He was gonna find some aquatic friend. Yeah. And he Which I mean, he, he, to, a, to a degree, he did uh, but <laughs> for a while. Like, he was just like, oh, "New dumb friends." New dumb oh. friends. But it was just Finally it was so friends. tender, and I mean, I hate to say it, and this 
they turned out to be dicks. Well, it made it made King Shark kind of retarded. Just just the way he said it. It was like, new dumb friends. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you just felt like simple-minded right there. The whole time, King Shark's just a kid, though. He's a funny I know, kid. but in that particular moment, it just felt super simple-minded. It was still heartwarming. I loved it to death. I love that scene. But it just felt like a little much. He's having fun. Just a little. King Shark has um, fun the whole movie. But the music... There's a, there's a, it's not, it's not a soundtrack, it's not like a, a track from a yeah, band, it was, it, was, it was a score. Yeah, it was, but it, was it was like a... It was very somber. It was, it was just a beautiful piece very of... Very tender. It was, uh... He has friends. It was just very, very good, very good piece of music. But then turn that. into piranha... Almost there, almost Jellyfish. There. So, eight minutes earlier, we're walking along, they're planting the... Plant more of the explosives around, and then they start going through an office park, and uh, Polka Dot Man acts... A, a what? It looks like an office area. I called it an office park, because it's, it's like different cubicles. It's like a parking lot. You never heard that phrase before? They use that? Office park? Yeah. Is that the term you would call that kind of thing? I Fucking mean, cubicle area? Is it office park? I can... Try to make you sound like you're going to the park for the day. Oh, honey, I'm going to the park. But you're going to your job. You sell freaking bail bonds to people. That's what. That's just what an off. And it's just another way to call an office building. An that's office the park. lamest fucking name. Never use that again around. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> just because I know that's, it, you don't. That's, doesn't mean I should. That is the most. It. Auto depressing oh, term to try and use that. Anyway, so imagine walking... going and working at a cubicle every day for forty plus years. You hate your life and want to blow your brains out, and and you try to convince yourself it's okay by going, I'm going to the park, honey. It's like well, it's you're going to your it's, shit it's job where you're park. a just... call center to what? answer old people's complaints about how their internet sucks. Can you really complain? I mean, a murder. Uh, what about crows? A group of crows is called a murder. Yeah, but a bunch, that of, makes no bunch sense. of crows can murder you. But they don't. They could, though. But that, what, but it's called have a, it's seen, a flock. Have you seen the crow? Yes. He dies. But not from crows. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a 45 caliber bullet. You got murdered. <laughs> anyway, so they're walking through the offices. Polka Dot Man drops his explosives and shouts fizzle sticks, and when he drops, all of a sudden these guns... That was really funny, too. Guns start going off, and... Just of all the things to say, just, oh, fizzle sticks, hold they, on. Uh, they end up killing Milton right there, and he's like, no! And then he uses more Polka Dots, and that was when we really saw what these Polka Dots do to people. Oh my god, these Polka Dots just melted. melt. <laughs> like, pure, pure oh my liquid god. destruction acid. Like... I would not want to go that way. That was that was like a very bad way to go. Death by and acid polka dotted. And he was like, "Oh my God, they killed Milton!" <laughs> and then Bloodsport's like, "Milton's still with us." Milton's He's still like, yeah. with us. He's like, "What'd you think he was doing?" I was like, "I thought he stayed back at the at the van." He's like, "No, he's been helping us." And then Harley's like. Who's Milton? Who's Milton? And then he's like, the greatest what? Thing. Are you serious right now? And he actually stands up. Doesn't matter if they killed everybody or not. He stands right. I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> and like, he's just a good guy. And then he says a couple other things. But then he's like, how could you not remember him? And then he's like, he's dead. He's <laughs> it's just, dead. It's just the way he said it. He's, like, he's dead. 
the only good guy, like, out of all of them, Milton, he just gets shot. And Harley walks around, when she looks around, she's like, oh, Milton? Milton. Milton. I, yeah, I know him. And it was a funny, funny little totally moment. Totally, like, he's just not dead. It's like, oh, he's done, yeah, Milton, hey, yeah, long time no see, Milton. Uh, and then all of a sudden, more guys come in, and before Polka Dot Man can even think, he just turns and starts firing his Polka Dots, and one of them accidentally hits the explosives, triggering it, causing right. the explosives yes. to detonate early. It's funny enough, because I didn't write any of that, but I remember all Would that. Would that work? Would acid set off the, the C4? It made a spark. See, that's the thing. It wouldn't. It's, it's plastic explosives, so, I mean, all it takes is... But it's with it's flame retardant, the, so once it started to dissolve, the I guess thing. the heat, it's melting. I don't think it's yes. acidic melting. It looked more like it may be heat, because when he did it on the, the guard tower, everything kind of exploded and went into a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when the bombs go off, the King Shark is one of the first people we see gets affected by it. The aquarium breaks open, and all of his little jellyfish friends pop up one at a time and then he's like oh new friends and then all of a sudden one of them shows it's razor sharp Turn teeth freaking piranhas chainsaw blade razor and teeth I'm not gonna lie I thought that piranhas. Moment, I thought that moment was when King Shark was gonna die yeah, I thought I thought eventually he there was, was gonna, a lot of blood gonna, in that water. Slowly, slowly get torn apart. And there, and I didn't think he was gonna be able to rip them off in time because there was a lot of water yeah. and there was like I said, so much blood when they started to attack him. It was um, cool because like everyone, everyone jumped on him too, and like Harley Quinn was like pulling one off, and and so was Polka Dot Man, I think. So. Um, but then the the militia or the bombs start destroying part of the building, and it starts to teeter towards one side. King Shark goes out the window with all the water, <laughs> yep. and I hate seeing him fall, but it was a funny moment. He, he was falls just, forever and just splat, and I was like, god dang, he's probably dead now, but nope, no, still alive, and still going. The asshole military starts shooting him. And yeah, on top of it, I was like, god dang, dude, he's getting the crap but I, out of I him. thought that was cool, because he's bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. I, I didn't think skin. that his skin was that thick, but, um... It was pretty much at that moment where I was like, oh, he's, like, invincible. <laughs> See, that was when he went into a little bit of a rage mode. And he went and he got really, really now, angry. this was something I thought was interesting. Like, when he goes into this mode, he just kills that first guy, rips off his head, and is just chomping on it. Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to, like, rampage and kill these people. He literally killed them. that one and just chomped on his yeah, head. Yeah, he sits there and chomps on his head. But like that's not toy. terrifying at all, though, you know. Um, you unload all your bullets on the shark, it does nothing, and then he bites the head off of the first guy. I'd leave, you know. So, as the building was collapsing, Harley, Poker Dot Man, and Bloodsport, they try to jump across the debris before the building completely falls. And Bloodsport misses, tries to use a grappling hook, and it kind of worked for him. That minute. was really funny, like, prepared to get hit uh, on the way, swinging. And then he smashes into the wall, breaks his helmet. Which I was like, really? The helmet's not strong enough to withstand that kind of force but okay he could he survived all that other shit but one smack against a wall and it's bye bye helmet hey it was taking damage at <coughs> the time just like an RPG um so he Started lands on the next time. available floor and I don't I never really got the gimmick of this they've done it in several movies but all of a sudden he went down floor by floor floor by floor it just kept collapsing until he finally gets fun. uh to the bottom and I guess I, I skipped it 
uh, section before the eight minutes earlier. Uh, Ratcatcher found the drive from Rick Flag as uh, he what, died yeah, from she, Peacemaker. She watches Peacemaker kill Rick Flag and over the Peacemaker data. wants to kill her now, and he starts to chase her, and then he finally catches up with her and is about to kill her, and How then it does the eight minutes executing earlier. Her. Which, by the way, where did he get that fucking gun? Like, it's a Desert Eagle with, like, a seven-inch <laughs> muzzle extender plus a silencer. Like, that's a fucking rifle, man. Like, good lord. It's the pace caper. Um, so, Bloodsport comes down to the bottom, and he sees that Peacemaker is definitely not a good guy anymore. Or, I guess, not ever a good guy. He's definitely... He's about to kill a piece kid. of shit about to kill <laughs> Ratcatcher. So... They decided to fight each other, and we get a hark back to a quote at the beginning of the movie, where, um, I can't remember the exact quote at the beginning of the movie, but, excuse me. Amanda Waller, oh, Amanda no, Waller, right. like, introduces him, and she's like, and he's like, what does he do? And he's like, he uses maximum capacity to kill people with ultimate accuracy and perfection practice. and stuff, and he's like, and he's like, that's exactly what I do. And he's like, I do it better. And Peacekeeper's like, I do it better than you. And it's like, how do you do it better than me? He's like, my bullets go inside your bullets. They're smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's like, I use smaller like, bullets. My my bullets will. I, I can shoot the I can shoot the bullseye of your bullseye. Yeah. Um, so that we hark back to that towards the end of the movie. Bloodsport used a smaller bullet against Peacemaker's giant, giant fifty caliber 50 bullet. Caliber extra. Jumbo uh, bullet. And his bullet went straight through, which was a really visually beautiful scene. That was cool, too, yeah. Um, it shatters the bullet. But I did, I figured Bloodsport was more accurate enough to like hit him in the head versus hit him in the neck. Maybe Unless he when was, it hit the bullet, it altered the trajectory. Maybe he was aiming to hit the bullet so he didn't die. Wait, what now? He knew that Peacemaker was going to shoot him, so he had to shoot the bullet that Peacemaker shot. I still think he would have been good enough to be able to do both, but I think that when it hit the bullet, it probably went off course. It makes sense. No. That's not as cool. It's cooler if he's if he's so good at what he does to go, Well, he aimed for to... the bullet, but he aimed at aimed the bullet to go through to hit... He knew it was going to go through. Well, yeah. So he, he could have easily, like... I think he could have done it. You can't. It's not wanted. He's not gonna curve the bullet. I didn't say he would curve the bullet, but it, it, I bet wherever he was standing, he could have easily aimed it. Like I said, I'm aiming the gun. The gun's right here at your throat. They were he's not direct, aiming like this. They were directly across the gun. from each other, shooting straight at each other. Yeah, it's about the neck. Like, look at this. Hold a gun out. You got the gun barrel I'm pointed right at you. Right he's aimed right at my head. At your throat. That's not my throat. Unless you're over a bit. Not, I don't. I don't aim like this. I look down my sight. Yeah. Anyway, you look down your sight. This anyway, way, the, 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 I just thought he should have died. Your so eye is above the barrel. Out, we're running out of time. He takes out Peacemaker, and then all of a sudden they run out of the building, and Star of the Conqueror comes out of the rubble, and now it's Star or Suicide Squad versus Star of the Conqueror. Smaller boys. Um. That was another really funny line came up right after that. One of the people watching over the squad is like, "We got a freaking, we got a freaking kaiju up in this shit." I always like that line. I just thought it was funny when they. Yeah, they started. finally get like reconnected because the the building gets destroyed, which destroys the jammer, and so Amanda Waller's team comes back into play at that moment. 
And at that point, Amanda Waller is pissed. She doesn't even want them to go against stars. She just wants them to come back. Mission's done. Mission's accomplished. They did they everything. And they're like, no, we can't. Destroy Jotunheim. We can't do this. We can't We can't let him go around. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm skipping a little bit. So at the moment, Starro has unleashed His millions armpit, of these stars. Armpit stars. Which that freaked me out, too, seeing those things come out of his armpit. Um, and... Uh, it attacks all the military. Almost all of them get taken over. Um, funnily enough, the the general of the military has like a little cathartic moment of like, the, yeah, he has the just oh my good God. business. I, yeah, this just the just just good just business. Doing just Every time business. I see any scene like that, immediately just, just goes business. just good business. <laughs> it's the and, scene I always get reminded of. Uh, the suicide, they they protect themselves. I don't think King Shark had to worry about one of those. That was the on. yeah, that was the funny thing. King Shark just stood there and like the starfish just, just hit so him. Just big. Tried to like they get him and they anything. just slid off and he's like, I um, am immune. So they've all risen back up, and they've 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 gone on to do whatever they got to do. And the, she tells them to leave, but they won't do it. And then Waller's like, "This is that was the moment when I thought Waller was like about to lose her shit." Yeah, I thought she was gonna have a fucking hernia or something. She was like, <laughs> I thought like a, a a blood vessel was literally gonna. I bet she couldn't speak for probably a week after that scene. <laughs> oh God, she just screamed so loudly. And she's about she's to fucking to blow, blow them up, and heads. then one of her lackeys comes up behind her and freaking does a Joel. Wax her with the golf club. Is it club. too soon for that? I don't want Joel. Oh, from Last of Us. I was like, Joel? Pull, pulls like, a Joel. What? Like, Joel Bacon? Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what is that? Like a like a, a bird? Like a Joel no. bird? Like, wait, wait. Pulls a Joel from Last of Us. Uh, but she, she didn't... Uh, that, I don't care what you say. If somebody hits you in the back of the head with a club, I don't think you're going to get so easily just knocked out. That, that that can, like, cause some serious fucking damage. She got knocked out. But I think she got worse than knocked out. I think she might have got killed. Well, she was alive later, though. Did we see her anymore? Yeah. I don't remember seeing her again after that. She she's like she has, like, an ice pack on her head, and she's in, like, the back room. Oh, she wasn't hit that hard then, but... Still, getting hit with a fucking club. It was a putter, to be fair. Was it? Yeah, she's golfing in an earlier scene that you skipped, you know. Well, that, that wasn't really relevant. And Who she, cares if she she's missed? She's talking about how she, she has a, she has a golf date with some fancy government leader guy. And she's like, I gotta, pra- I gotta practice up on my game. That's relevant. And she completely misses the cup. Well, the second time. The second time, yeah. If she just hit it harder the first time, it would have knocked the cup upright, and yeah. it would have been good. But she sucks at golf. Um, so they all disobey her. She's knocked out. All of a sudden, the team. It was funny that yeah, like, like immediately they all just like we all love the Suicide Squad. You guys, like, <laughs> the the creature is now heading down San Francisco Boulevard in 39th. Advise caution. It's like, did you just become like uh, the squad the, team? Are you go. the person in the chair? Squad team go. Um. So they all run up and they finally catch up to Star. He's just kind of going street to street, knocking over buildings as he goes. Just kind of stumbling. Um, and they finally catch up to him, and we finally see Bloodsport's nanotech in real time, um, which is before I even in say the trailer. That, yes, uh, there's a <laughs> just mo- gotta point out how many trailers we've had. He has like a slingshot. Yeah, I was really curious about that. He has like a very quick slingshot thing. So I was wondering about that. 
It was really cool. It's like he was shooting random things. I didn't think he was actually using a bullet, because at one point it looked like he shot a pencil at somebody. Yeah, I wonder if he just kind of grabbed stuff and like had just a slingshot thing. That's what I wasn't sure. Um, funnily enough, you'll see that same thing in Star Wars Rebels. The main character has like an, an electric really? slingshot oh. on his on his wrist that he hmm. pulls up and shoots. So I thought it was interesting to see that. I haven't really seen it that often. But I, I still, I thought the, the nanotech was really cool. I mean, every piece he had, it was just yeah. I I enjoyed it. It was it was really cool in like this last segment when all the this, he releases more armpit fish and they gotta like fight all the zombie fish and he just starts pulling like tons of like guns off and of his them. guns were weird his <laughs> guns were like it was like a T <laughs> they were they reminded me of uh like like door lock opener things so they had like a full like handle and it was like a circle and he like and it was like a full like turn like yeah. cell like a power cell like thing or yeah, whatever like a, like a nuclear power cell like container uh, let's see. Oh, and then I didn't. It's funny because there wasn't too much. More but it was it was really cool to way. see them fight the the like zombie fish people because like they like they didn't really do like a lot of damage because they kind of got super overrun but they didn't really like do anything to yeah, them. They didn't really act like so zombies. So it was like so it's like they would get they would try to get close and then they're like oh no I'm done. Yeah, they're just kind of push them up. Like there was it, it was threatening but it wasn't threatening which was really really cool to me for some reason because it's like are they gonna die or are they just gonna like be overwhelmed? Um, so just after that. They, we have our own little Avengers moment. Uh, Bloodsport is now the captain. Bloodsport, the leader and that he always was going to be, according Har- to Harley Amanda go up, Waller. Harley go up on the on the buildings and no no way monster is num num monster num num. <laughs> monster. It's just, I mean, very similar. It's just just like in the Avengers, he tells everyone to go do the thing, but they the learn best about one, each other. The best one is when it comes to Polka Dot Man, and he's like, Guess who it is? It's your mom! <laughs> your mother! And then he just, I, I could, as soon as he said, It's your mom! And I, I, he just, he pans around, and his mom is just 50 just foot tall. Giant 50 foot tall mother. I just mother started just laughing screaming. so fucking hard. <laughs> and he finally shoots his polka dots at her leg, and I thought it was interesting that they showed it more like the mom's leg was getting. Yeah. Ripped to shreds than than Starro himself. I thought we would have yeah. seen his leg get more ripped. There's up. like a small like blip of it but, afterwards. Uh, see. He has his really he has his moment. He says, "I'm a superhero. I'm a motherfucking superhero." And then the second one, he gets smacked, and it's just like and immediately. Damn. Well, <laughs> to be fair, Starro's smart. He's like, "Damn, that fucker hurt me." Like, yeah, let's of he all shot the people like that, yeah, of all the people nothing. that hurt me, it's like this guy right here is the problem. And he's like out <laughs> tag even yeah king shark like jumps on and like bites him and it's just like a little like yeah, chunk. It's just a little chunk and then he meanwhile him polka dots are like, like melting his body melting up. an entire leg off um, what i was what i was like interested in i was like oh dude polka dot because immediately i was like oh dude polka dot man's gonna like burn a leg off and it's like oh it's a starfish starfish regrow their limbs and i was like it's just gonna regrow i was like but what you did really we didn't see it, but he did because he started walking normally again. It's like it, it didn't really affect him after. No, I think it was still like destroyed because he didn't really move after that fight. He oh, he was still kind of like. 
bouncing around, and then at the yeah. very end, he fell backwards, but you could see for, that his For leg... one second, when he, like, comes out of the building at the very beginning, I'm like, this star's gonna, like, you know, somersault roll. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I that's how he's gonna move. That. that he was gonna somersault, that like, turn. Been really I was cool like, to oh, see. dude, that's gonna be... But he just kind of waddled around like a drunk penguin and I was like well that, that works too I guess because the thing was like his eye was in his center and it's like there's no upright but they made it up they made him have legs and arms and a head tentacle and it's like oh man you could have just had him like cartwheel through the town you know it's like that would have been insane um so soon after that we finally get what we wanted this entire movie Ratcatcher comes into play and she decides to Beat him with rats. Plague tail it up. And my God, if I hadn't have just played Plague Tail, I would have, I wouldn't have liked that scene. Yeah, I much. know it's so. But cool. having played that game fairly recently, it's, it's just legitimately like, wow, that's 100% literally what it was. Plague Tail. And they didn't do what I, th- I, I thought they were gonna do a little more. The rats. Yeah. Like I thought they would have been like, I thought they would have eat him up. I, they, they looked like they were more just like crawling on him, than actually like devouring him and then when Harley finally runs up onto the, the top of the building yeah. and spears him in the eye then they looked like they were like coming in that was such a yeah. creepy scene that was insane uh, I was like that's that, what rats do That and then they started eating everything yeah. but what I thought was funny was that particular scene is like only Jane's gun would have all, thought yeah like of all to, the things to put me in the eyeball how do you yeah. of an alien creature <laughs> and watch rats like synchronized swimming around almost Sebastian and eat, eating, swims in too eating away at various bits and I was just like I never thought I wanted to see that in my life and now I have um and like you said that was probably Star's best line he's like I was happy floating around looking at the stars yeah. And really sad story. All these problems. We, we, we st- the thing I love about DC is DC gives us they're giving us comic accurate good like pretty good villains. Yeah. But all these villains are tragic. Yeah. Like Steppenwolf, he just wanted to get back to his to his family, to his homeworld, to provide for Darkseid, and he couldn't live up to that. Starro just wanted to float in space. It was good that, like, throughout an entire comedy-centered movie, you do, they do have the little bits here and there, like, that weren't, that didn't destroy it or didn't try too hard to be, like, sentimental or whatever, like a lot of Rat Catcher's backstory and, mm-hmm. and Idris Elba's backstory with his daughter and stuff. Um... More or less, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the movie. We finally, um, Bloodsport got the disc from Ratcatcher and threatened Waller saying that if you come after any of us, like I've put this on a secure drive. Immediately just says we're all free to go. Yeah, which was which was kind of, which was a big deal because like if, if they're setting up sequels by any means, it's like they're no longer the Suicide Squad well, I mean, basically I was even going to say in the first I mean, movie they didn't that didn't even happen they all yeah, went back yeah, to prison yeah they all they all go back to prison because that's kind of like they the suicide for, I mean, Harley broke out yeah but. that's the Suicide Squad thing it's like they go back in jail and it's like they've saved the day or whatever but this one it's like oh shit they're not going back now right um so I'm, I mean who knows where they're gonna go from this um blood like I said they, they got out we uh my my favorite part of that of that scene is like uh, they're talking about how they were like all friends like what they were gonna do next and stuff and uh, <laughs> Idris Elba's like I don't have any friends or whatever and Harley Quinn's like 
I'm your friend Milton. That's right. And he's like, my name's not Milton. Not my name. She's like, what are you talking about? We just like, had a three-hour long conversation yeah. about how your name's Milton. <laughs> And it's like, no, it's not. No, it and isn't. It's like, oh, man, Milton. Which is like, they, they still, even though that's like a heartfelt moment, she, she brings it right back. And Always find a way to make any sincere moment funny again, you know? And uh, did, did he meet back up with his daughter at the end of the movie? I can't remember. That was, that was the one thing I, I remember. I remember she saw him on TV, but she said, that's my dad, but I don't remember them meeting up after. I'm trying to remember, like... I don't remember what happens after that. <laughs> I don't remember how the movie literally ended. Yeah, I don't remember the very, very ending, surprisingly enough. I remember, like, the, the very after credit scene. I remember both the after-credits, and I can't seem to think of... But I don't know exactly the... So anyway, the movie's ending. over. We start the credits. Midway through the credits, we get our first tag. And I hated I hated before that. Um, I hated that, like, uh, Harley didn't react to Rick Flag being gone. Cause I don't think she knew then. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, for, he's what, not what, there. I know. That, <laughs> what, what we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably didn't know anything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, you're, I, you're right. As I much would as like they would have... As much as they were, like, the, the couple of the group, it seemed like there would have been something there with that. Idris Elba's fear of rats. We didn't talk about that either. That was a funny little quirky overcoming thing. Yeah, and he finally over... That's what it was. That That's how it ended. They're all on the plane coming back and... Everyone's oh, that's right. Yeah, the rat curls picked, up on his on his up. lap, and he's yeah, he's freaking out. He's go. slowly trying to like yeah. pet it and get used to it, and then he finally realizes oh, it's, it's not so bad. And it's just a very small. That's dog. that's where it ended. It ended yeah. on that scene. Um, but we get two tags in the movie. The first tag we see Weasel on the beach. I knew that was coming immediately. I did too. I, you know, I didn't like, think he was, was dead, dead. He gets dragged up on the beach for no reason. It's like, no, that that stupid weasel's still alive. And I love the... I don't know how James Gunn got his brother to come up with these sounds, but the sounds he did for Weasel, like... No, it was hilarious. And the way he ran was, like, so dorky. <laughs> so now Weasel's just free in the island there. And he's gonna eat more kids. Probably. Who knows what he's gonna do? Um, and then we continue on with the credits, and we finally get another end credit scene. Turns out Peacemaker is still alive. Which we knew was apparently need him to save the fucking world. We knew that was gonna happen. Sadly. But see, this is what I don't get now. Is they've announced a Peacemaker series? Yes. They said it was a prequel before Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know what prequel means, but I'm I'm curious if what if, I mean what if there's gonna be after in this series now too because he's alive. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean I liked his character, but I didn't like it enough. I didn't either. By yeah. the by the end of the movie when he turned yeah. and was like a super dick yeah. for no reason. It was just like, I'm done with your character. Yeah. You're not fun anymore to me. Yeah. Like, you have funny moments, but... He was he was really funny when he was just going around acting off. I thought he was one of them. And John and, Cena, and then yeah. He, but then he's it, like, I'm will, I, I will fuck your he shit was, up. He was Waller's little baby bitch. And I, I just, I don't think he deserved his own series. And, like, the, the one line he had when they first got on the beach, and he was like, if this beach was covered in dicks... And I had to eat every single yeah. one in the name of freedom. I'd eat every single one of those dicks. And it's just like, 
Like, why are we talking about a beach cover with that, dicks? Uh, I love that. She was like, why would some, why would a man cover a beach in penises? It's like, why do madmen do what they do? <laughs> so, overall, great movie. Uh, definitely wish that this was the first attempt. I wish we'd get the air cut. I might change it. I feel like every day, like, they say it's not coming, <laughs> but I feel like every day I see more and more evidence making me think that it's going to come out. Like, recently, I don't know if mm-hmm. you've been seeing it, they've been releasing screenshots. Have they? I haven't been keeping up with it. They, they released a new screenshot of the Joker with, uh, it was from the original trailer. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, burnt on half his face and he's got, like, a grenade or something. Oh, really? And wow. there was other stuff I've been seeing about how Enchantress was changed and everyone was, like, uh, David Ayer just came out with a tweet and, like, a lot of people were complaining, saying how... It doesn't matter what the air cut was like. Air cut was both tested as well as the studio cut to audiences yeah. before it came out. But then David uh, Ayer came out and was like, nope, wrong, not the case. There was the studio cut, and then there was his version of the studio cut. Mm. So the air cut has never been seen by audiences. Furthermore, it's like, please let me show and it off to you. I, I'm hoping with the success... I mean, this is really nothing to do with the, the first one. It's becoming more and more of a thing, but, which is disappointing. Well, like I said, I don't know if why... If we never talk about it, we would have never known that there's super special long cuts of movies. Better, now we do. Better versions. It's like, god dang it. Cause but see, I mean, it, I mean, when... It's happening with the Dune movie already, and that movie's not even out. Oh, is it really? Yeah. He made a... He made a, oh, I heard there a was like a four, four to six hour version that is apparently just like the quintessential, like, this is the version that you should see, and we're never going to get it. <laughs> like, Jason Momoa came out and was like, this is, like, you need to see the four to six hour version. Like, that's what needs to be shown. And it's like, well, then show it. <laughs> You're not, don't tell me about it, because we're not going to see it. Do we? Speaking of, do we know the runtime of that yet, right now? Have they announced a runtime? Not four to six hours. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that if it could be, uh, if it's close to like three hours. It's probably close to three hours. Or over three hours. I would love, I for, doubt it, it's I would love for it to be over. I'm, I'm going th- to say two. Because I, he- I hear that it was. it's not even the full book. It's like only half the book. So they, they may, So then what they're probably going to do is he filmed four to six hours and they'll make two movies. That's what I can see, is they're going to make, like, another movie, and they'll take a bunch of footage they filmed that it they've back already to back, filmed. And they're just and like, dude, you, you filmed, film, this, you filmed three film movies already, chunk. so we'll, we'll just, we'll cut them up and split them up into... But the thing with Dune years. is, like, the, the first Dune book, like, ends on kind of, like, a big, like, it's not over moment. <laughs> so it's like, God dang it. Well, we have but I, he- I, hear, I hear, like, the second and third book kind of go downhill, though. Well, we'll have to wait talk to her. But it's, it's whatever. But overall, Suicide Squad <coughs> wise, it's a nice, good, fresh take on DC. Finally, eight and a half out of ten. Definitely what we need. Eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I, there are things that there. Are, I loved a lot of it, but there are still some things in it that I didn't quite like, and there are things that I wish they had done just a little differently. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd considering give it a, it's a, a reboot. I'd give it a good four out of five. So. Cause yeah, there was there was things that I like. I was just like weird. Like I was really really like off put by having like all the actors and it being like super hype and just having them completely meaningless basically <laughs> to a degree. Some of them I didn't care much for. It, like like the... it got the point of like 
it has pros and cons because like it's the whole point is that they're like a Suicide Squad thing and whatnot, and they're not important characters honestly at all. But it was just the way that they hyped them up. But it was the fact that yeah, they hyped it up and they talked it up and they advertised it up and it was big actors and stuff, and you're like, oh dude, this is cool, and it amounted to nothing. <laughs> Still turned out to be a fairly good movie. Um, we have a Twitter. At expect ENTNT at expect ENTNT. We also have an Instagram and and that was expect entertainment. Yeah, that's what I said. Said twice. You didn't hear that? That's what I said. There's no pictures on it. Yeah. So if you find the blank. That's what makes it special. Profile. That's what makes it special. Maybe we should just never put photos on it. That's our that's our gimmick. <laughs> we have an Instagram, but we don't believe in Instagram. We have an Instagram. We post we post pictures to it every day. <clears throat> we say you we just do. can't see them. We say we do. There's really really there's, small. There's over three hundred pictures on our Instagram already. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> that's not going to be feasible. I don't even think I have that many photos to put on there. So anyway, um, overall, Suicide Squad was definitely worth watching. I highly recommend to see it on HBO Max. Yes, or it's in, Actually, I, w- I would say I would have rather watched it in theaters. It was it was actually good enough to see in theaters, I would say so, um, yeah. But I, did, I, I have HBO Max, so I just but, save money. Yet again, here we are in the world. Um, just watch it on HBO Max. But definitely go see it. As always, I'm going to be Tanner. I'm still Glenn. And is this what you expected? And...